7th of March 2019, Sunday, 7.34pm. My name is James and this is Slopfest. Welcome, welcome back. It's your weekly dose of weirdness and exploration into the minds of strange people doing strange things. On this show, we pit three unbelievable, unsettling and bizarre news stories against each other and find out who's doing life weirder. And on tonight's Sunday night recording, we're cooking this episode on slow and low. Very, very relaxed episode and we're just going to jump straight into it. This first story, state police say a Western New York man faked his own abduction and robbery because he was short of cash owed in a Super Bowl pool. Troopers found 60-year-old Robert Brandel of North Tonawanda tied up in his pickup truck Monday in a parking lot in Newfane, 30 miles north of Buffalo. Brandel told troopers two men involved in his Super Bowl squares robbed him of $16,000, drove him around for two days, and left him tied up in his pickup truck. Investigators determined Brandel had entered some fake names in his $50,000 squares pool, hoping to take most of the winnings, but instead ended up short for the payouts. Another outlet clarified, Brandel was running a Super Bowl squares game with a $50,000 payout, which he had rigged by making up names on some squares in the hopes to take home the winnings. But he didn't win and found himself short of most of the $50,000 he owed to the winner. The kidnapping and supposed robbery plot was to be an excuse to give to the person he owed money to. I kind of like the idea of it. He rigged the game to win and still, and he still fucked it up. Oh, man. So all of this was just a, a ruse to, to give to the guy. So the dude's like, hey, where's my 50 grand? And he can turn around and say, oh, no, here's, here's the news clippings. In, in place of the money I owe you, here are some news clippings about how I was robbed and driven around for two days. Uh, police sent out an ID crew to go through his truck taking prints and looking for hair follicles, while other troopers went to different stores and places where they thought there might be cameras. Uh, but holes seemed to keep popping up in his story, according to New York State Police Trooper James O'Callaghan. Police noticed his attitude and physical appearance didn't seem to match that of someone who had been kidnapped for a couple of days. He has a goatee, but he's somewhat freshly shaved, O'Callaghan said. You're not going to look like this if you're sitting in a vehicle for three days. Plus his demeanor. He didn't appear to be distraught. He didn't want to reach out to family or friends right away. Another tell was that Brandel told officers that he'd been able to roll down the window a bit. The keys aren't in the ignition, so you start questioning you start questioning him on that. How'd he get the window down, O'Callaghan said. Within 35 minutes of telling his original story, Brandel admitted to investigators that he had lied about the whole thing. Oh, he only kept the lie up for he he put a lot of time and effort into into this whole ruse and making it seem like he'd been kidnapped and robbed and he tied himself up in his pickup truck just to just to only last for 35 minutes of interrogation uh probably not even interrogation just questioning (laughs) some people asking him questions about what happened uh, Brandel was charged with fraud and falsely reporting an incident. It couldn't be determined if he has a lawyer to comment. Oh my God, that's cut. It's sad in a way because he put in se- he put in so much effort to this little crime of his. To he set up. Think about it. He set up the whole Super Bowl 
uh, Square's game to... Oh, no. He double failed his crime. That makes it even sadder for him. So he sets up a Super Bowl Square's game, whatever the fuck that is. I don't gamble, so I don't know, <laughs> I don't know shit about gambling. So he sets up this game to to rig it fudge the numbers so he comes out the winner he fucks that up and someone else wins so now he's like oh fuck i gotta pay this person money so he has to come up with another ruse another crime to pay to this is what happens with lies and crimes you commit one crime and then you've got to commit two more crimes to make the first crime look okay i don't know how that works oh no so he's done a crime. He really, he really goofed it on that one. He really fucked that up. So now he had to commit another crime to patch over the first crime and got caught on the second crime for both crimes. God. Oh no, they, it didn't sound like they were going to do anything about the first because he didn't. How does that work? I don't know how gambling works. Can you just set up your own thing? I don't think you can, right? I don't know. He just wanted. He just wanted to steal some people's money and he ended up looking like a real goof and only lasting 35... How did he only last 35 minutes? And why didn't he think of a better story and put this thing together better? Ah, criminals. Really need to step their game up. 2019, I really hope the criminals step their game up. (laughs) It's a weird thing to wish. Robert Brandle of North Tonawanda. He's our... uh, He's our first candidate. Uh, second story here. And uh, just I thought I'd preface this next story by saying I was unaware of this. Maybe maybe you know. Uh, crab legs, apparently very hot commodity right now. Alabama police say a dispute over crab legs at a dinner buffet ended in a brawl that left two people facing misdemeanor charges. Customers at the Meteor Buffet in Huntsville had been waiting in line for 10 to 20 minutes for crab legs, police said. The eager diners were waiting for the next tray to come out when they rushed to serve themselves. Oh, you've all been there. You've all been there at a Sizzler's and they're out of potato skins and they bring out a fresh batch and everyone goes buck wild for them. They'd been waiting for their crab legs for a good 10 to 20 minutes. When they finally came out, it's very heated especially if someone is taking more than their fair share, said Huntsville police officer Gerald Johnson, who was eating at the restaurant when the melee broke out. Bad time. Bad time to have a crab leg brawl. First of all, bad enough to have a crab leg brawl. Double bad to have a crab leg brawl when a cop is eating there as well. Ugh. Johnson says the diners were using service tongs like fencing swords and plates were shattering and a woman was beating a man. Chiquita Jenkins is charged with assaulting John Chapman, who suffered a cut on his head. Chapman is charged also with disorderly conduct. Court records aren't available to show whether either person has a lawyer. So (laughs) these two bust out into a brawl, slashing at each other with, with tongs fending off other attacks basically using plates as shields and tongs as swords so while i was trying to find more information on this whole crab leg brawl i accidentally found a another more recent crab leg brawl 
Uh, a brawl broke out in a Chinese restaurant in Queens, New York, and a video of the altercation shows multiple people shoving and hitting one another when the buffet's coveted crab legs came out. What is it about crab legs? People are going buck wild for buck wild for crab legs. One of the people involved told the New York Post that things got heated when a woman pushed another woman's 10-year-old son with her hip. God damn. Now, you get kids involved in this as well. <laughs> Quote, I was like, can you please do me a favor? I would appreciate it if you kept your hands off my child. And the mother comes over and she was like, you already had the first two batches, Christine39 told the Post. <laughs> first of all, I paid my money just like you. Okay, thank you very much. Be counting how many how many plates I got, how many how many slices of cheese toast I've been eating, how many potato skins I've been eating. Why don't you mind your business? Getting into my shit, telling me how many how many crab legs I've had. Why don't you watch your own plate, there, lady? Christine told the Post that she left the restaurant with a bleeding neck bruises all over her body in a bald spot where someone ripped out her hair. What? That's... <sighs> she got wild. No arrests were made, but 10 people are wanted by the police for starting the fight, according to Fox News. Man, no wonder Sizzler went out of business. I mean, you just can't continue to afford these lawsuits, these potato skin, cheese toast, brawl lawsuits... It's crazy. This is why the buffet is dying in Australia. It's all the brawls. Shit, do- it does get like sometimes it can get a little, a little, a little pushy, a little shovy around the the old buffet table. They know. I mean, it's Sizzlers really put the nail in their own coffin. Oh, what if we? What if what we do is? We'll do some makeovers to our stores. Okay, sounds great. You know, liven them up a bit. Sounds nice. Very good. Now, what if we replace two-thirds of the buffet table and we we put in everyone's favorite food? Salads. What? Yeah, you know, salads. Everyone loves a salad and that's why everyone comes to Sizzlers. What the fuck are you doing? It's like it's like when a shopping center you'll go to you know for me it used to be Rockstar original energy drinks okay which I'm off now because they've cha- they've clearly changed the recipe and it tastes different now I'm all about Red Bull okay it gives me winks but every time I would go to the shops when they like we're, we're talking like back in the day original OG Rockstar original flavor and there would just be this, a big gap in in the shelf where all the original was gone and then right next to it just filled with the purple trash, tropical rock star. And it's like, you know, you guys are the ones ordering this. You know that more people drink the original flavor than they do this purple piss. Get rid of half of the purple piss and get more original flavor stuff in. You would make more money. <laughs> that was loosely connected to Sizzlers. Get the salads out of here and double up on the potato skins. 
Get your head out of your ass, Sizzlers. <laughs> That's why Sizzlers, the cheese bread, is it's delivered to your plate. I totally think this. I think that it's delivered to your table and you have to ask for it. Because if they... Can you imagine what a fucking Sizzlers would be like if the cheese toast was a buffet item? Oh my god, people would just be getting shanked in the neck. You'd have you'd have a fork in someone's eye like it would be on. I think that's why they <laughs> that's why they serve it at your table. Um well they don't anymore because they fucked up and now they're out of here. Is there any Sizzlers still anywhere in Australia? Cuz all of the ones that I mean that used to be around here just gone. Tweet me, let me know <laughs> at Slotfest Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Have you seen a Sizzlers? <laughs> and our last, our last story, our last contender here: South Florida man Joshua James, twenty-three, was charged with assault with a deadly weapon after tossing a three-foot alligator into a Wendy's drive-through window. State wildlife authorities say James pulled up to the window to place an order and then tossed the alligator, which he had in the back of his truck, inside the restaurant. James was charged with unlawful possession and transportation of an alligator. The gator was released in a canal. Just a brief one. There are, like, there's, I don't know what it is about Florida, but there are so many fucking buck wild things that go down in Florida. Never move to Florida. Never go to Florida. Okay, it's fucking crazy. But, Guy just pulls up to a Wendy's drive-thru. I wonder if he said anything. <laughs> like, oh, hey, just a burger and fuck. There's an alligator in here now. Imagine dealing with that at your job. Make a great story, though. I mean, you'd have everyone beat with your story, no matter where you went. Oh, yeah, um... Like, oh, especially if you worked in, like, just went to another fast food place. Oh, yeah, this guy came in here one night and he pissed on the cash register. That's my craziest story. That's your craziest story. Drunk guy comes in, pisses on cash register. Uh, okay. How about guy pulls up, throws live three-foot alligator at you through drive-thru? Happened to me. Happened to me. Then you'd be the person that one-ups everyone. <laughs> I mean, did he catch it? <laughs> did he buy it? He had to have caught it. Why would he catch? There's so many questions in this. Think about the timeline of events, right? You don't just have an alligator. So it either just wandered onto his property and he's like, well, I'll... I'll I'll take that and I'll keep it for a rainy day. Oh, you never know when you'll need it. And then just pull... I don't... Un- there is no rational thought behind that whatsoever. You can't even begin to imagine why anyone would, first of all, have and or get a, a three-foot alligator to do this and then do what they did with it. It's just... I mean, and quite frankly, he wins. He's the winner. He is the... Because... It just the guy. The, we can't. We can't make. 
we can't make Robert from from New York the the winner. I'm sorry, it's a triple loss for him. It's the hat trick of losses. He lost on his first grift. He lost on his second grift, and he loses here today, <laughs> March tenth, two thousand and nineteen, Sunday, seven fifty one p.m. Robert from New York, his third loss, a hat trick of losses. Because, I mean, I just feel he's just a bad criminal. He's just a really bad criminal. So that's, there's nothing interesting about that. It's kind of, let's face it, guys. Hey, everyone, let's huddle around. Let's get in here close for a second. It's kind of sad. Like, he's not even good at crimes. Come on, mate. Step your game up. 2019. Go get yourself an online course and learn how to grift better or something. Um, maybe hit up some, maybe research some PT Barnum, you know, see how he really sort of uh, brought people in, captured people's attention and imagination. Maybe you need to be a better storyteller. Maybe you need uh, Neil Gaiman's masterclass on the on that website masterclass. You need to know how to tell a story better. Maybe you had the the crime down good, but you didn't sell it that well. So, you know, just things to think about. The crab crab leg brawls, I'm so... You know, that's not weird. It makes sense, okay? Replace... Replace buff... Replace random New York whatever fucking buffet with sizzlers. Replace crab legs with cheese toast. It could happen here. It could happen to you, okay? Because, you know, hey, tempers are high. Tempers are high at a buffet because it's all it's all about scarcity. A buffet is a terrible invention because it's all about scarcity. Everyone, you've paid your money to, to get in, so you feel owed a certain amount of food. And they give you nothing but carbs, so you know it's a race against time before you are fucking full to the brim. And you can't pack another potato skin in that gob. You know, you know that, okay? Now, and, and, and the whole thing, you've got to literally race against everyone else to get the food. Now, if that was cheese toast, oh my God, people would be scalped. People would be knifed. Like people would be set on fire. There'd be just a, a kid on top of a, a, a man just pinning him down while he empties the the ice cream machine into his gob like it would just be buck wild it'd be like the old west in that place just if cheese bread was a buffet item oh my god it would change the whole dynamic maybe that's what sizzlers need to do we we bring it back we forget about the family orientation of it and we make it more of like a mad max style vibe you know, a Walking Dead style vibe, you know, a, a survivor's type situation. And we put the cheese toast in the buffet. <laughs> no, you would, because uh, now I'm thinking of the lawsuits. Maybe people sign waivers. Lawyers, hit me up. Um, it's the Florida man. <sighs> it's it's the alligator guy. It. I mean, there's just, he is... One hundred percent out here living life weirder. He's living life on a on a on a whole unpercept like it just an imperceptible level. How did he get the gator? And why does he have it? And then why did he he put it? He had to. 
get it, which is already crazy, okay? Then he had to just, let's say he's already got it, okay? And, and it's just like, okay, it's a Friday afternoon. Uh, okay, I'm going to pick up my three-foot alligator. Excuse me. I'm going to put it in the back of my truck. Now we're going to drive to Wendy's. And uh, when it's time for me to order, I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to enter that into your life through this window. And now you deal with it, this three-foot alligator. You deal with that now at work and all of the stresses that your work comes with. Take all of the stresses of your job plus one three-foot alligator. That is... There is no... I can't even begin to fathom what the fuck this guy is up to. He is our winner, potentially our winner for life. I can't imagine anything this crazy. So he wins. If you agree with me, if you disagree with me, let me know. At Podcast at Gmail. At Podcast at Gmail. It's just Podcast at Gmail.com. Or Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Slopfest Podcast. Am I right? Am I wrong? What are your thoughts? What are your feelings about this one? Now, before we head out of here, we have some honorable mentions. Got two here for you. This first one. A 53-year-old housekeeper was trapped in an elevator in her billionaire employer's New York apartment building for three days last weekend. What caused the elevator to malfunction is unclear, but the woman was in a stable condition after being rescued Monday morning and has since been released from the hospital. Being trapped in an elevator for approximately 72 hours is a difficult thing to endure. I'm glad that this article really laid that out for us because with our tiny little brains, we couldn't figure that out. Um, This should not be controversial. It isn't. But the woman's feet was not impressive enough for one of her employer's neighbors. Keep in mind, like, this is in a real hoity-toity, like, you know, if we're talking Gossip Girl, this is some Upper East Side shit. (laughs) Uh, The neighbor said, quote, humans can last well over 72 hours without water. The, The man said on cable news station, New York One. So what she went through isn't anywhere close to the limits of human endurance. It's just beyond it's just beyond what we're used to because we've become so civilized we've lost touch with our we've lost touch with our true strength. You can see the video for that at slopfestpod.com. Yeah, okay, it isn't a real test of human endurance, but no one was trying to do that or said it was. Imagine like You've you've been stuck in an elevator. Oh, thank God! Oh, thank God! I did. I didn't know if anyone was coming. I felt so trapped in here. Oh, I felt like the air was starting to get thin. Oh man, I'm so hungry. I'm so thirsty. I had to shit and piss. I clearly, as you can see in that pile in the corner, that's covered in shit and piss. It's my shit and piss over there. Obviously, because I was trapped in here for three days. Three days. Oh my God. I lost all perception of time. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for getting here. Yeah, no, that's okay. Um, Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, lots of shit and piss. No, I see that. It's just... um, I'm not that... I'm just not impressed by it. (sighs) What? 
What do you mean? What? Yeah, you know, I just mean like, you know, you say, hey, you just, you kind of just say, you sat in a room for three days. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, you know, glad you're okay, but very much not impressed. Okay, lazy, really, when you think about it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> there's always, there's always that one person who you'll be telling them something and they have to fucking, they have to shoot it down or shit on it in some way. And you're just like, oh my, fuck off. <laughs> um, the other, the other story here, Pinellas County, Pinellas County, Florida, a Florida man claimed ignorance when Jack, fuck another Florida story. This is what I'm talking about with Florida. Okay. Wesley Scott, 40 years old, was arrested Friday in Pinellas County on an outstanding warrant charging him with drug possession. When Scott was searched at the jail, officers found three syringes inside his rectum. However, Scott claimed he had found the syringes and they were not his. (laughs) Although he did not explain how they wound up in his buttocks. Yeah, that's kind of not the point, dog. Uh, and just bend over real quick. Okay, there are three syringes in that man's asshole. Yeah, they're not mine, by the way. Yeah, don't care whose they are, dog. You have three syringes inside your asshole. Yeah, no, just, I want you guys to know that I found them. They're not mine. I didn't buy them. I found the syringes. And then I put them in my my asshole. Just so you guys are aware, I just want it to be very clear. I found them and then put them in my bum hole. That's worse, probably. For in my book, that's worse. If you just said, like, oh yeah, I bought the three syringes. Um, so they were like clean and sterilized and stuff, and then I'd put them up there. This guy's like, I just want you to know. I didn't buy them. They're not mine. I found them. And I thought, where can I keep these safe? In a pocket? No, no. Could stab myself. Hmm. What about my internal wallet? Scott was charged with introducing contraband into a correctional facility and held and was held on $5,000 bond. <laughs> Come on, man. What if he just forgot? What if he just forgot? And like, is it is it my fault then? It's like, oh, guys, don't hit me with the bringing contraband into the prison. I forgot they're up there. Come on. Just this one time. I'm already being arrested for drug possession. Please don't hit me with the contraband thing as well. I forgot they were up there. I found them. I shelved them. It's not important where, when, or why that happened, but it happened, okay? I didn't buy them! I found them! Thank you very much. (laughs) What a strange distinction to make. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you very much for coming and hanging out. I very much appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Did I just say... That's how... That's how low and slow and chilled out this episode is. I think I just pronounced the words 
thank you and listening um, without some of the letters. So, I'm going to hit that again. And I would like to say thank you very much for coming and listening. Enunciation. Enunciate. Uh, no, I do. I very much appreciate, uh, you know, your time and that you choose to listen to this this weird little show that we've got here. Um, I, I do appreciate it. Uh, head over to slopfestpod.com to get more in-depth show notes uh, and, you know, images of the people involved in these stories and original artwork for this and other episodes. The artwork's been a bit slack lately, I must admit. Very last minute thrown together. I do want to... I feel it's because I... Let me give you an excuse. <laughs> but it's because I record these, you know, I spend a lot of time getting, like, finding interesting stories. And then it's like I forget that, like, oh, well, you, you're not done. Like, you have to you have to record the podcast now. So I end up, like, recording them late. But I want to, like, get them out uh, on, like, some kind of schedule, you know, on Sundays. Um so I don't like have time then to do the thing. And I used to when I was uh, an episode ahead. Um, but, you know, I, I will I will get back on top of that stuff because I enjoy making the 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 um, the the cover art and things like that uh, and sort of like drawing more stuff. And it gives me an excuse to draw because I haven't really in like a, a really long time. But um, that's not really that important. Um, but yeah. Also, uh, for the, the last episode, episode 19, I sort of structured it a bit differently on 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 the blog, uh, which I like. I'm probably going to, you know, continue that layout. <laughs> what a strange this thing to tell you. Oh, I've laid it out differently and probably going to do that for the next couple ones too. Um, superfluous details. Um, but yeah, social media as well. At Slopfest Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, hit me up. Come have a chat. You know, this is a conversation. I want to know. I want to know if you think I'm. Ch- if I chose the winner correctly. Maybe you think differently. Maybe you think the crab leg brawl people should have been the winners. Come tell me why. Come tell me. Come tell me why you're right and I'm wrong. Or let's have a chat about why we're both right. <laughs> It's really only one of the two, isn't it? Um, but yeah. And then also, it, that way you're notified when new episodes go live. But I am trying to stick to a uh, Sunday night like upload schedule so you have it for Monday morning because the fucking work week, man. It's hard enough as it is. You need... I know what it's like. I need podcasts every fucking day to listen to to just get through my work week. But um, I very much... Do, I do appreciate you listening and that this is one of the the podcasts that you sort of throw into your um into your uh what would you call it roundup or 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 collection of podcasts that you listen to uh i do appreciate it and i'm i'm very i'm very thankful for that uh but that's going to do it for this episode come back for episode 21 and uh yeah see you next time